Hello everyone, my name is Michael Lamberti and I'm back on the mic. So before this episode gets started, I do want to apologize that this episode has been pushed back so many times. Uh, me and Mike have been working incredibly hard on the short film and obviously, you know, balancing work. And actually, I'm going back to school soon to pursue my master's degree in film production. Um, so we, everything has been dramatically crazy. Um, so we had a really awesome conversation about The Last of Us 2 and how we feel about it, but it may seem political to some people, so viewer's discretion is advised. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear my dog in the background. He's not doing so hot, and so I'm just making sure he's okay. So anyways, guys, I'm not going to delay this episode any further. So this episode will start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, action. You are listening to the Mike's on Mike's podcast, where we discuss movies, TV shows, video games, and theater. On the mic today, Michael Lamberti and Michael Inamorato. Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Lamberti, and with me is Michael Namorado. We are back on the mic uh, for the Mike's on Mike's podcast, and today uh, we are finally getting this discussion up and going with The Last of Us 2. So, um, before we get started on... five months late, it's fine. Yeah, five... <laughs> yeah, five months late. I mean, it's better to be, you know, late than ever since, you yeah. know, with all of this, you know, with the, all these stupid controversies and angry fanboy reviews and everything like that, it, it's finally, you know, I think it's like the perfect time to actually talk about it without the whole stupid blasting of this game is garbage or whatever you know and you know social justice warriors and stuff like that now everyone has calmed down we can actually have a normal discussion about it (laughs) i just basically called out the gaming community just now i feel proud of that you should keep doing Um, it too hell yeah come here donnie um (laughs) i mean okay bud yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get outed on that instagram later probably um but anyways mike um i remember like the um once we you brought last of us two up the one time when i was still living in the apartment yeah about you know the spoilers and everything like that you know at that time i haven't even finished last of us one i didn't right, even get yeah. like like past like the first couple of levels so um i was you know from all these like um everybody just talking about this game you know i just wanted to jump on the bandwagon and Mm -hmm. see how this it you know see how this goes and actually you actually started playing last of us 2 like was it the week that we started filming for the short film or was it like weeks back I forget I've, when. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, because because I'm not because I remember when like Jim was there and he right. was like talking about you know we were talking about Last of Us and he was like oh my god this game is beautiful I was like yeah you're beautiful um yeah Keanu yeah Keanu Reeves <laughs> no wait no 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 he's like um he's Tommy Wiseau well yeah but the you were quoting Keanu Reeves oh was I. Yeah, you're beautiful. Oh. Like whenever the the cyberpunk trailer with him. 
Oh, wow. I did, I made a Keanu Reeves reference. I didn't even notice. You didn't even know. God damn it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting Cyberpunk 2077, and it's not even out yet. It's not coming it. out. I know. I'm slowly dying inside. But, you know, um, when I first, you know, told some of my friends that I was going to get um, Last of Us 2... It was basically, you know, um, they were saying, oh, you're going to hate this game. It's go- it's all social justice warriors, uh, propaganda and all that stuff. <laughs> and LGBT, it's all forced. And then when I play the game, after I finished beating Last of Us 1, I didn't play the DLC. I didn't buy it. Um, right. But um, I didn't think it was necessary, but I think it was like the DLC was a prequel, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, so I didn't really have, like, a, a purpose to buy the DLC, because if the prequel's not gonna matter, then it, why bother with it, I guess? Yeah, it's like, I mean, you could say that about Star Wars, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, the, 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 the prequel DLC was all about, um, Ellie and how she got bit. Oh, okay, that, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I think that's, like, more, like, ex- expanded universe stuff. Like, if you want to know how it happens, well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, but like anyway, It's not necessary um, for your enjoyment, but it's there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I started off Last of Us 2, and I'm not gonna lie, I love this game. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> I, it, it's so uh, good. I was just, like... I love how it wasn't predictable and it told a story about, you know, the effects of revenge and, you know, what it does to people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't your generic um, John Wick slash Rambo clone story or something like that. It was, you know, it was constantly beating my expectations every single point. You know, I would admit, like, I know this game's not perfect. Because obviously there are some side characters that I wish I got to know a little bit more, mm-hmm. but um, at, but at the same time, it's just you know, I I still enjoyed it. It's it I think it because since it was more of a a character story between Abby and Ellie and how they're dealing with their own revenge and you know their pain, what they have to go through, I feel like that's a forgiveness point because the, the story is relying on them mostly. Yeah, exactly. But, it's like a story of cycles of revenge where so it was Abby that wanted revenge because Joel killed her father. So she kills Joel and then her life doesn't magically get better. And then Ellie's chasing uh Abby the whole time and then she has to kind of like realize that it's worthless and not like there's no point to it before she ends up killing another person before everything just happens all over again. Yeah, and especially when Tommy comes in at you know saying like, "Yeah, I found Abby. We need to take her down." And Ellie was just like, "I, I want to let this go. Like, yeah. I don't want to go through, go through this because you know there's a lot of people that died because of her, um, re- you know her passion for revenge and everything mm-hmm. like that. And Tommy just gets such butthurt about it. But I get it. It's his brother. Um, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, if someone killed the say some of my family members, I want I want to you know be like yeah i want payback too uh but i just love like how what she learned through this journey but uh, but obviously you know she tries again but obviously at the very end she just lets abby go Mm -hmm. and 
and then she still loses everything. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no matter how much you may want this revenge, it's not going to be magically, you just, everything, life's going to be better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just best to just, you know, I'm not saying, you know, it's best to let things go, but, um, it's, 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 it's a really tough discussion with this because, you know, you want to you want to get revenge or vengeance for the person that you really cared about, but also at the same time, what's the price to pay for it? Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite thing about the game. It's just there are themes of revenge and consequence, and those are the biggest things that drive the game. And every single story beat has something to do with either revenge or consequence, and that's what propels the story right up till the very end. And I think it's very very compelling in the way it's written. And it's very human. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels very human. And I just feel like, you know, I want to I mention this on the podcast right here, right now. Joel's death is well-deserved. Oh, yeah. He I might a, get some hate. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I might get I some love hate him, about it. I he's a piece it. of shit. Yeah, because let's, let's, let's go back to Last of Us 1 for a second here. Because Joel is established, like, after his daughter's death, he just became this lone wolf character who never really cared about anybody who cares about anyone. He only just cares for himself. He just, he looks like he just wants to die and just, you know, just wants to get it over with and stuff like that. But when he meets Ellie, he finally had that sense of purpose again, to be a father again. Mm-hmm. And what he did to, to do that, to become a father to Ellie, he massacred entire organization to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't care like and, how bad they are. Some of them were probably still decent people, especially like the doctor, just you know, a bunch of other people. It's just, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, because the fireflies, you know, they, you know, once they found out that Ellie is literally the key to saving humanity again, mm-hmm. you know, they're obviously going to do whatever it takes. And they contemplated about it, doing it in last of us too. Be like, should we even like do this? This is a human being we're doing. We're yeah. going to take her, take and her who, life. Who even knew if it would work? Yeah. But they're going to, they, they were about to take a chance, but here comes Joel. We are like, sup, I want to be a dad and just m- kills everybody in his path. <laughs> um, but you know, it's, and also, I'm not going to lie, this is what I did in Last of Us 1. So, mm. you know how you were able to, like, basically, you know, choose any weapon to kill the doctors? Yeah. I use a flamethrower. You are... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, I thought I was a dick. I just kind of beat him up with a brick. <laughs> you beat him with a brick? Bro, I fucking bricked him. I love the brick. <laughs> <laughs> Bricking is the best part of the last of us games just bam <laughs> because i'm because once i see seen abby and you know when it was revealed that that was the guy's daughter and i'm like oh god i burnt this person's father <laughs> uh. i was like uh and it went um and the reveal that, you know, Abby was, like, you know, killing it. I I honestly, you know, even though I was, like, I like Joel's character. I love him a lot. But you know what? The death is very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Especially what I did. <laughs> just, 
uh, yeah, I think the death is really well deserved. It, you know, I feel like Joel's character's purpose was fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, he finally had a sense of purpose in the world. And obviously with all the flashback scenes, it answers some of the questions that El- we were always wondering if Ellie was going to find out about what Joel did. And she does. Yeah, I think and... it was weird that they did, like, the whole flashback thing throughout the story to tell it instead of, like, going in sequential I... order. I kind of yeah. prefer it, but I think a lot of people would have preferred the story if they didn't teach it through the flashbacks. But yeah, it's because... That one you know, flashback it... at the end. Holy crap. Uh... The one where it's Joel and Ellie's last conversation outside... Oh, oh yeah, God. that's right. I was crying <sighs> like a little baby. <sighs> just Damn, now, dude, think I'm about like... it. I haven't played this game in months, but I remember that so vividly. Just thinking about it now, I'm getting a little teary-eyed. Same, I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting a little bit teary-eyed. Yeah, no, that was excellent. Um, yeah, it, like, this this game is just... I I know, like, I, I applaud games to have, like, this cinematic feeling. Like, this really well face of storytelling is like that's why i love playing these types of games that really make you think and you know it's not you know i don't want people to know that you know video games and movies they don't have to appeal fans because this is a person who is writing this story and this is the story they want to tell with these characters I get it, you have these fan fictions or fan theories whatsoever, and, you know, I applaud you to share your ideas and stuff like that, but you shouldn't be sending death threats to the creators who have been working on these stories for X amount of years. It's just, you know... Well, I mean, just, the fandoms are super shit, super toxic. They want things to go exactly the way they want it to, even though sometimes that's not necessarily the way it should be written. And they're sitting yeah, there exactly. trying to claim ownership of these characters, which, yes, they too definitely have emotional ownership. They're emotionally attached, stuff like that. But the creators get to kind of – they can do what they want with the characters. Those are those characters. Exactly. It's – you know, it's all about the story of the of the characters as well. And, and at no for... point were they written out of character. Yeah, exactly. I felt they were still the same characters from the last of, from the previous game. Yeah, just and in the future. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, I do get it. Like, you know, it would be nice to play those events and not watch it through a cutscene. But I honestly, I didn't mind it. I thought it was, you know, because the main plot of the game was the revenge and everything like that. So obviously, once we're doing this revenge part of it, you know, we're able to understand it and you know we're look we're having these flashbacks to get in touch with what has happened before or what the the characters is actually thinking during these moments or something like that mm-hmm. Be- so it's you know like granted i do feel like you know some characters because i would love to get to know a little bit about jesse or manny for example yeah but at, i think that's like the only downfall i think about this game because you know i would like to get some of the no some of the like the side the side characters because I feel like we got to know Owen a lot a lot more yeah and also his fiance that was pregnant mm-hmm. a bit I forgot her name uh, but yeah same <laughs> I, I guess that's um uh, I guess that that's, that's that's another thing that was like a mm-hmm. another fault about the game mm-hmm. it's like there's some characters that if you don't spend a lot of time with or 
or not pay attention to, I guess, to their side story, I guess, you're going to forget them really easily. Well, I think one of the main points uh, of the side characters is not necessarily to get to know them, but to support the buildup of the two protagonists, I guess. Oh, yeah. And then because understand I'm... how those two characters are so alike one another. Like, I can guarantee you, if this was, like, an alternate universe, Abby and Ellie could be best friends. Probably. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah, they could get <laughs> along like... super easily. Yeah, they're pretty much, you know, uh, what's it called? They're two pretty sides much of the polar... same coin. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, also polar opposites, and also, um... Also, I do want to mention about... Uh, oh, I want to mention this so much. So, I want to talk about LGBT stuff. Okay. So, um, for people who are saying about, for example, why are you making these games so political? Why are you putting gays in my video games or movies and so on? Okay, let me just explain why there is. Because we are now in a new generation. We're living in, like, a more diverse world. Mm -hmm. And for people to be more accepting of people of the LGBT community, no matter if they're, you know, a person's gay, bi, uh, transgender, transsexual, um, anything sexuality or gender you could think of, the more characters we get, the more that, you know, we're going to be more accepted into society. So it's not like we're putting our political opinions in your face, which is it's not, not even political. It's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not even political Somebody's at all. Identity or sexual orientation or anything that's not <laughs> political. That is a yeah, human exactly. being, and that is who they are. A hundred percent. Exactly. It's not political. It's a human being. Yeah. It's... If you're not accepting of this, you're kind of a piece of. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, because let's be honest yeah. here, like, um, like, cause the, this topic is so, it, it hits me the hardest the most because obviously, you know, I'm part of the community. Yeah. Um, and you know, for people, there's still like, there's still incidents in this world that <laughs> they don't take too kindly to people like, like me, Yeah. for example. And for people to be more accepting of people of the LGBT community, we need to, you know, see more of these characters in medias and, you know, have, you know, yeah. have stories that relate to this and not obviously the stereotypical thing, obviously. Um, uh, but, you know, the more we have these characters, the more we are able to understand what their point of view is. It's like, you know, talking about racism, for example. You know, the more pe more uh, movies and TV shows mm -hmm. that talks about racism, the more, I guess, people will understand and wanting to learn more about how not to be a racist prick, for example. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, that's what I'm trying to say here. It's like the more media stuff that we we consume, the more accepting we're going to be. It is not political at all. It's, it really isn't. It's just, you know, if a if a, someone who wants to create an LGBT character, let them. Not everything needs to be a white, straight, Christian male. Like don't we... tell them that. <laughs> I, I think I no, but like it, it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Not everything needs to be the same exact thing over and over. We should be able to tell the stories of other people that other people can relate to. Mm -hmm. Like, 
we're going to talk about this next week, but Miles Morales on PS5. I've been hearing so much about the culture that's going into that. Really? He is a mm-hmm, he's African American Puerto Rican male. His father's African American, his mother's Puerto Rican, and there's just there's so much heritage and culture and stuff and he lives in Harlem and they showed uh today there's uh the mile suit where it's the regular mile suit, the black and the red, but instead of red, it's gold. And I forget what exactly that represents. I should look that up right now, but I know it's very important to the culture and probably specifically Harlem. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of that Miles with that suit, the black and the gold, and he's standing in front of a sign in the game that says Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think that is the best statement we could ever see. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, even like media platforms, like either it's a me- like a movie or a TV show, it reflects on what's going on with reality. So be- actually... Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna get like super weird and I don't know how I how I'm gonna say this, but it definitely resembles what humanity is exactly what it is because violence just leads up to more violence and that's what today's mm-hmm. America is doing. No, like both Republican or Democrat or whatever you know political party you're in, you know there's obviously there are some types of people that will cause violence. And guess what that violence leads up to? More violence. And it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And it's mm-hmm. it's a mess. So, and also when, like, even, like, the cult that, um, the, uh, the scars that the, uh, the two characters, Liv and Yara, that found Abby and saved her life. Uh, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did save her life. I had to remember for a second there. Yeah. Um, but... You know, that cult was like, you know, it wasn't too accepting of LGBTs and they had to, they were literally hunting them down because, oh, because of that. And obviously the Scars have a history of attacking the wolves. So when a- Careful. Seraphites. What's up? They're called Seraphites, not Scars. Oh, oh. Yeah, remember? That's a whole big thing. Oh yeah, that, that is true. Uh... Uh, this so yeah, the Seraphites are hunting down Yara and um Liv, and then when um Yara and Liv, you know, encounter the wolves with Abby, guess what happens with um um oh my god who uh the, spoiler um like Liv, I believe she gets shot to death because the wolves were like they were basically purging the Seraphites. Yep. Because we, either though we grew really attached with Yara and Liv, you know, they were just massacred right on the spot. Mm-hmm. So. It's crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, we know that they, like those two people are very good people. And they're just trying to just live and survive in this apocalyptic world. They were just still treated like animals in that game. And it's just, I think it's just a reflection about how, what humanity is currently going through right now. You know, how, you know, no matter, like, actually, here's a really good um, thing. Actually, I just thought just this now. Because now in, like, in today's media, if you're, like, watching, like, for example, Fox News, for example, um, they are basically telling us, the viewer, that Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter 
is a terrorist organization. Because obviously all the riots and the protests that have been happening. And it's unfortunate, you know, that, you know, it's happening in the world. And mm-hmm. we, we, like, me and you know, their, like, the, the actual intentions for this organization. But some people just, for some reason, they don't understand it. Because obviously, with the power of media, you know, some things are shown, some things are not shown. And, you know, and it's just, you know, lack of either communication or lack of ed- education. It's really, um, it's a sad thing. And honestly, I do praise Last of Us to, you know, giving us like I guess you could say like an eye opener, in this, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, for the violence to stop. And this is like a big what if, especially like even though we're still going through this election process. Um, oh, <laughs> so whatever happens with this election process, I just hope that people can, you know talk about these conversations about you know and stop leading to more and more violence and hopefully mm-hmm. you know things can be more peaceful and everything but that's a big if because humanity does just cause violence because obviously something happens and and sometimes you know it's out of our control and we have to adjust and it's you know it's a big what if right now because right now it's uncertain what's going to happen but, you know, I highly recommend playing Last of Us 2 so you know what yes, we're talking about. I, I definitely do as well. Even if whether or not you end up hating it, I think it's something you need to experience. Yeah, exactly. And not just through a YouTube watching. Like, you need to play the game. Yeah, exactly. And really feel like Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's, exactly. And also... um. Also, I do want to mention this because my one friend mentioned about this, about how he hated the character Abby. And I asked this, mm-hmm. asked him, like, well, why do you hate the character Abby? I thought she was awesome. And he he mentioned, well, Abby, you know, she looks like a guy because she's super, super duper buff. And I just looked at him just like, okay, this girl is literally fueled by revenge and obviously, mm-hmm. it's the apocalypse. So, obviously, what's the best, you know, spare time you can do? Working out. <laughs> and, also, and, and also, there's and she's not... She's getting ready for revenge. She's going to beat the absolute shit <laughs> out of Joel. Exactly. It's like... I would have been your... I would have said your friend has been like, you dense mother... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also... I was also thinking about this. And I'm like, well... There's not a five guys, you know, that exist no, anymore. Yeah. Like, like obviously she's consuming any foods that she can get. So she's obviously she's getting super ripped to you know to take ready to just beat Joel to, to the pulp, and I'm just like, I just don't understand why people are just like like just hate Abby. <laughs> Well, I get it. Like, you know, if... It's because because she's killing Joel, but, like, I don't know. Great character. There, in the game, it's not black and white in its morality, and I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, you know, you're trying to find the... You know, you understand both of their point of views, 
and mm-hmm. you and it's all just shades of gray. Yeah, exactly. This is like a moral gray storyline. You know, you like the characters, but once they see each other, they want to rip each other apart. And honestly, there were moments when I was playing this game, I didn't want them to fight. I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. and then there were some times where I was just kind of rooting for Abby. <laughs> really? You rooted for Abby? Yeah. Yeah, I was rooting for her at one point. I forget where, but uh, I think definitely at the end. I was just like, Abby, just knock her ass down. Just knock Ellie the fuck down and get out of there. <laughs> Honestly, because Ellie is super buff. Not not Ellie. What am I talking about? Abby. Yeah, duh. Abby is super. She's she's strong lady. She can. Well, not even the buff part. It's just like Ellie, just back off. It's over. Get out of there. It's just. You already lost everything. Just there's no point. Yeah, exactly. And the um, yeah, she and also she knew almost lost the love of her life not once but twice. Actually, wasn't it like no, it was three times because I think the first part was she was starting to slow down, and that's when we found out that she was pregnant with Jesse's baby. Well, no, so it was only like it was only like once because so. I don't count her leaving to go find Abby herself because of Dina being pregnant. Ah. And then the second time was just whenever Abby almost killed Dina. But uh, Ellie was just like, no, don't do that. She's pregnant, which was a cool callback to Abby losing Owen's girlfriend, Mel. That's her name. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant. Yeah. And then, and so, like, Abby just, was just like, A lot good. of similarities, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, you know, the one moment when Abby, you know, when Ellie tells Abby... Don't don't kill her. She's pregnant, and at, like Abby was literally be like, "Oh, good," and she was about to do it, but she literally just mm-hmm. stopped herself, and she actually thought at the point be like, "Oh my god, I'm literally becoming exactly like this person. I'm gonna just, just exactly, do- exactly." Story so good. So and then like um, and then at the, you know it's just at the very end. It's just it's just so. I'm not gonna lie, it's, like, I, after I beat the game, I was really depressed, because, you know, I feel, like, I love Ellie, I want her to have a happy life, that's who I am, and then when she comes home with a house of just nothingness, she's just left alone, like, not only she lost, like, technically her father figure, she lost the love of her Mm -hmm. life, and now her newborn son, and, you know, and pretty much everyone that she ever cared about. So, it's like, for people who, you know, would want, you know, you know, would have wanted, you know, Joel to stay alive or anything like that, or it it wasn't really what you have wanted, I still say, you know, I highly encourage you to replay the game again and see how you feel right after, because, like, you know, just don't pay attention to people who, like, obviously there are video game reviewers out there, obviously, but... Um, I just say just go into this game with an open mind. Like, you know, obviously take what we're saying, you know, you know, with a grain of salt and, you know, go in with your own opinion with it. You know, just yeah. just let your mind go blank and see what this game tells you and not letting any outside forces that are in our reality affect your experience with the game. Because once you bring in politics and, you know, and everything like that, it's just... You know, you because I want to be. I want. I'm not gonna lie. You know, when everyone was starting, you know, screaming and yelling about the politics of this game, I just, it, I just didn't want to p- 
pick it up at one point, but after seeing the gameplay, mm -hmm. like, from Mike, when we were at the apartment, I wanted to play it! <laughs> so, um... Yeah, yeah, no, the game was so good. Exactly. So, um... So, yeah, if I had to rate the game, I would say it was an 8.7. Not bad. I forget what I gave it a couple months ago, but... And I don't remember now, but all I know is... I still think the first game's the better game. Yeah. But the second one's just still a masterpiece. Oh yeah, I feel it is a masterpiece. It's it's yeah. just it goes outside of the box and it, it you know, you have like these um what's it call it? Like things are just not like predictable. It's not you you gotta go through things that you wouldn't expect playing a zombie apocalyptic game. And actually, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I wish this type of writing was in The Walking Dead. Like the like the AMC The Walking Dead. Like I love like the first six seasons of The Walking Dead. And I actually was invited to watch the first episode of season six at New York Comic Con because my mom wanted sweepstakes and she could bring an extra person, so she chose me. So we went there, I watched the premiere episode of it and I just you know, I love the zombie genre so much. And you know and I feel like The Walking Dead kind of, at that moment, I think it, it kind of lost its footing. But with The Last of Us, it reminds me of The Walking Dead. Like, well, not exactly like The Walking Dead, obviously. But more like the nostalgia feeling of when I was watching it. I was always tense. I was always excited to see what happens next. I feel, I felt growing attachment to the characters that, and I, you know, <laughs> it's something that I... I do applaud the game for. Like, the zombie apocalypse genre is not dead. It's just how the person uses this genre to tell a story. And I feel like The Last of Us 2 does a really great job doing it without, you know, being bound from the chains of, you know, of well, like, um, nostalgia or pleasing, um... Well, obviously you should you should please fans, obviously, but not always, you know, chained by it or restricted by it. They wanted to tell a story that personally they felt connected to it. And I feel like they did a really great job. Obviously, there's some things I wish they probably could have possibly fixed. But, you know, for what it is, I still love it. I still enjoyed it. And yeah, I highly recommend anyone who's interested in playing The Last of Us 2. Just go with it. Just just go ahead and play with an open mind. Even if you're not interested, do it. Yeah, exactly. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh man. Except I know people are gonna complain about uh, spending money and like that sixty hard earned dollars. It's like pretty soon I'm sure you can find either a sale for Black Friday or just at someone's garage sale. Maybe they hated the game and they'll give it away for like five bucks and just expand your horizons. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, I do know, like, since the holidays are coming up, especially, like, the the Christmas sale, so obviously games would be a, a little bit cheaper. Uh, so just, you know, keep your eye out. It's, um... Yeah. Yeah, so just give it a shot whenever you guys can. Yeah. Well, I think that has been enough from us. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a, actually a perfect <laughs> way to, to end this episode. So anyways, my name is Michael uh, Lamberti and my friend Michael Namorado. Uh Next week, we'll be talking about the PlayStation 5. So anyways, make sure yep, you're coming in. I'm getting it day one. <laughs> Hell yeah. So make sure you come. I'm so excited. What's up? I'm so excited. Dude, you're so lucky 
<laughs> well, okay, so Thursday, what you should do, uh, you should start looking at the websites that they're coming out, mm -hmm. like Target, Walmart, and stuff, because they say you can't pick up in store unless you order online and then pick up in store. So do that. That's the only way they'll have stuff. All right, definitely. I would definitely look into that. But anyways, yep. anyways, guys, we'll talk. We will see you next week. Yep. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.